Okay. Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat with Donna and Brad, two proud educators and HBCU grads. Here, we try to talk about what matters. And so today, we're talking about functioning under ineffective leadership. Uh, you know, today we also we have our cousin with us again, Dayborn. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. Yeah, this topic is a little interesting because I know that when you start thinking about, you know, having to work under or for or, you know, in an environment where the leadership is not the best, sometimes it's hard to stay motivated to do the job that you're supposed to do or that you know should be done. But um, there are a lot of people sometimes who have to function under ineffective leadership. And so we're just gonna chat a little bit today about how to get through that. Because I know some people are dealing with it right now. You always hear about situations where um, someone is training someone to do a job and then they go on to do, you know, to, to higher levels of that same position. It's like, wait a minute. How did this, how did the person in charge let this happen? You know, the higher up, how did you, why would you hire this person and have me train them and then move them forward and not me? That's ineffective leadership, but you still need to keep your job. So you still go to work every day because you need to work. And then there are those people who have say supervisors and you're working for this company and you're doing all the work that the supervisor should be doing, but you you have to function in that environment. How do you go from day to day functioning under this ineffective leadership? I think it can be very trying, you know? So I don't know. Have you guys ever had to work in an environment where the leadership was not the best yet you had to just keep going? But of course, but of course, I, I think, um, I, I, I don't think one person um, will ever escape, um, you know, I, I think in, in, at one part, at one point in, in, in a person's life, you're going to have to deal with someone who is um, in, um, in a position that's above you, um, who might not be the most um, the most competent, um, and and I want to say, I mean, they they just might not have the best managerial skills. They could be a great person, but as far as um, delegating and and doing uh, doing a job that a a boss or a manager director would do, they're just not the best fit for that. And I think I think all you know, and that can that can that can appear in in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be they could be one where they are. The um, what, 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 the micromanager, right? Where they are always on you, and what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Or you have one that sort of they don't they don't guide you, right? They're just right. telling they give you a task and they expect you to complete it, and so you know, and so that can be troublesome. Let's say if you're a newbie and this is a new a new um, job for you, this is a new skill. All these things that you're, mm-hmm. that you, uh, and, and if you don't have someone that that is training you in the right way, they can be an incompetent you know, leader as well. Um, right. And so I think the, 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 the goal is really having an understanding that, okay, um, 
you know, you got to look at it as far as, again, is it a job that you have to have, right? Is this just one that you need in order to, to live, right? Or is this mm-hmm. something that is just a stepping stone? I mean, you got to, I, I look at it, I, I still say, I still look at it okay. Um, and again, how I viewed this and looked at this has changed over time. I may have had an attitude about and, and done something about an incompetent boss maybe in my 20s, but I'm older now. So my view of how I would deal that with, how I would address that situation is totally different. Now, looking at it now, you know, dealing with an incompetent boss, I still, I'm a teacher, right? So I still have students that are that I'm responsible for. So that's my focus. I, I that, that incompetent teacher, you know, principal, it's going to be there, uh, and I, I deal with that as it comes. You know what I mean. But my my main priority mm-hmm. are my students and making sure that they are um, receiving what what uh, they need to, um, and that they are thriving. And so um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say, you know, and even when you're talking about leadership, it doesn't even always have to be an an employment type of situation. You could be working in a group. Yeah. And someone has been appointed the leader or whatever, but you have to make this project come to pass. You know, you got to make this thing work. But yeah. the person who is supposed to be leading the group yeah. is not doing what they're supposed to do. And so you have to, you know, ask yourself, okay, is it worth being aggravated to try to make this person see what they're not doing? Or does the group suffer? You know, I just think sometimes it, it can probably just be really stressful having to be in a situation where you just know that so much more could be done to say either maybe move a project further along or to get a job done, but it's not getting done because of the ineffective leadership. And that's Listen, where we've know, had it. Yeah. We've had ineffective leadership for four years now, okay. right? Right, I didn't mean to get into politics there, but I mean, <laughs> we, but we, you know what I mean? Like, I look at it from in that perspective, but we're still, we're still doing what we have to do. Right? And I think that's what it boils down to, Brad. Whatever position that you're in, understanding or trying to just accept the fact that I'm I'm placed here for a reason. I am placed in this situation for a reason. That's that's what helps me. Because I'm yeah. like, there has to be some reason why I am here and I have to be in this situation. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to just keep doing what I'm supposed to do to make this project go further or to complete this task or whatever the assignment is. And then whatever happens down the line happens down the line. But I am going to do what I am supposed to do to make this thing work. You know, because sometimes I also think that we we are here to help people. Well, that's me. I, I, I see it like, you know what, if, 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 if I am allowed to or if I am enabled to help someone grow, then I'm going to help them grow into a great leader. If I would go ahead, Dave Okay, and what I'm hearing from both of you are, is, is pretty much the same song, maybe uh, a different beat to it. 
but what I'm hearing is you leaders have issues with ineffective leaders. If yes. A leader, <laughs> That's it, Dave. If you're not a leader, <laughs> then you don't have an issue with this uh, the, this leadership dropping the ball. It's just like, let's take it, if, if you're a smoker, you don't have a problem sitting next to somebody who's smoking a cigarette. But if that person is smoking next to you, you're coughing, you're worried about your clothes smelling. Why? Because you're not exactly. right. You're That's different me. from that person. Uh-huh. So you ha- in order to have an issue with uh, ineffective leadership, you have to be an effective leader yourself for you to recognize the in- uh, how inadequate that person is. And one thing that we do as leaders, and I've seen this from both sides, as an employee and as a manager, one thing management messes up with time and time again is they try to manage the team instead of the person. Yeah. When you manage everybody the same way as a team, instead of understanding the nuances of this one, I can tell Brad, hey, Brad, go grab that hammer and knock that wall down. I need it done ASAP. He goes in and does it. But I may have to come to you, Donna. Would you mind grabbing that hammer <laughs> and attempt to knock down that wall? The same yeah. objective, different approach. Mm-hmm. So when you don't understand how to lead, how can you? Right. And a That's lot of times my leaders that. are just put in place because of their seniority and not right. because of their, their ability. Their ability, yeah. I mean, that's just like in a classroom. You're not, you're not going to teach um, to the whole class the same way that, because each child is going to receive it differently, right? So you need right. to you need to know uh, each child. Um, yeah. yeah that, that's, absolutely. Yeah. And there are different leadership styles. Right, right. There are different leadership styles, right. but Definitely. in that, you need to know what type of people you are leading. So it's always good to do a type of survey to kind of figure out, okay, there is one that's out there. And I know I'm a South. There's like North, South, East, East and West. I'm a South. Brad, you are a definite North. I can tell you that. North, they they just going to jump right in. Like if there's a task to be done, okay, we're going to attack it. We're going to get this done. You know that. And me, the South, we're so busy, you know, we want to hear what everybody has to say. How do you think we should do this? Because it's important to me that you get heard. But you can't have all North and you can't have all South because it it just doesn't work like that. South, if it's all South, nothing will get done because we'll be so busy trying to to listen to everybody, you know, make sure everybody's feelings are okay. Are you sure, you know, do you have anything else to add? And then at the same time, nobody's getting started. But you can't have a North and everybody's just jumping in and, and then you're doing your own thing. And then it's like, well, yeah, but you never thought about the end result. You know what I'm saying? It takes all kinds of people to make a group work. But as an effective leader, you need to know the people that you're dealing with. And so, Dave, when that goes right back to you in your approach to, to uh, Brad, because yeah, you know he's gonna—he's not even gonna ask any questions. He's gonna take that hammer and do exactly what you asked him to do. Just could you knock down that wall? You know, start knocking down the wall. But me, I'm gonna have to think about that a minute. You know, I'm like, okay, right. this really what he wants me to like. You know, can you right. explain to me why I'm gonna have to? Like, I need—I need more. But a leader, an effective leader, will know that. Mm-hmm. And you know that there are some people that you are leading that could care less if you tell them they did a good job or not. They don't care. They don't need to hear it. 
Right. But then there are some people on your team. <laughs> sometimes they need to hear a thank you. Yeah. Or so I got that a was a great job. You know, thank you for doing that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Thank you so much. You know, I got a question. A different. Go ahead, Brad. I got a question posed to both of you. So, what characteristic do you think a good leader like? What What is your top on your list of 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 attributes that a good leader should have? What's number one? Gosh. I know one that I think is important if I'm being led by a person is number one, you have to know what you're doing. Like to me, it's important that you okay. know. But you, you have to be knowledgeable. Doing. You have to be knowledgeable. You okay. have to be and knowledgeable. That, that was my answer. Yeah, okay. that was my answer. All right, and I, I was going back and forth between, you know, caring, like talking to people the right way or caring about yeah. how you carry yourself or carry, care, you know, caring about your people in the sense that you don't talk to them in the old kind of way. But even yeah. before that, you have to know what you're doing. My, my two... Yeah. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. Two, if you don't know what you're doing, then I'm not comfortable following your lead. Right. Especially right. if I know what needs to be done and I yeah. can see that you don't. Right. Now I'm not comfortable. Right. I'm not comfortable. And then uh, I think there are people who are in situations like that a lot of times who have to still go forward with the plan that is no good simply because you are working underneath this person. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but, yeah. and I know that has to be really, really hard. But yeah. um, hopefully, you know, people are in positions where they can actually, but see, approachable too is, is a good thing because then if you are working mm-hmm. with someone like that, it's good if you feel like you can approach them professionally, you know, with professionalism and all, you know, yeah. and just kind of express maybe this plan may not be the best. Did you ever think about maybe trying, you know, you want to be able to feel like you're the person that is leading you is also approachable. You know, and you don't I would, want I would like to, add to be to afraid that. of them afraid to make a suggestion because then that's not really a good working combination right right and i would like to add to that and and that goes back to knowing your staff know them that labor among you even if you really don't care (laughs) what the next person's idea is the fact that you understand that you should give them the opportunity to express that whether you know that you're going to do what you want to do or not what your goal is as a leader is to build an effective team you want to build a productive team and in doing so you have to allow those people to give their give their grievances you have to allow them to give their opinions and their ideas and guess what their idea may be better than yours you never know mm-hmm. but what happens is a lot of times when people get in a leadership position they be, they tend to believe that they're the smartest one in the room right and that's when you fall as a leader when you're no longer teachable when all you want to do is teach and you're no longer teachable that's yeah. when you begin to fall as a leader. Yeah. Correct. I, I think I think that is that is so important. That piece there that once you become a leader, you don't stop learning, right? You don't stop learning. I I see it as you need to continue. I mean, you need to ramp up your learning because it's it's never it's not a, it's not a, a role where you can be complacent at all. You can't because you are now 
you are responsible for X number of people that, that, you know, look up to you for guidance and all of that. So you can't be complacent because you've got X number of personalities that you're also been dealing with, right? And if you're not, if you are not someone that is approachable, um, that that is empathetic, that allows people to be heard, all you're going to do is start building contention. And, and I mean, uh, you know, there's going to be so much crap that's going on that you will never hear of because they're everybody's talking, right? Because you're not an effective leader. That's right, and they won't come to you. They're not going to come to you, you know? And and then, and because the bottom line is, the bottom line is, is about productivity, right? That's the bottom line, is productivity. And whatever... Whatever the, yeah. the job is, it's about productivity. And and so you want a team that is going to be productive. And so how do you go about that? You got to make sure everybody's heard, right? And you, you got to know how to delegate. You've got to know how to delegate. I mean, you know, you've got to be a good listener. You've got to, yeah. I mean, and again, all of those things can fall under empathy, I think. Okay. I think that, I think it falls under empathy. Well, if you're an empathetic leader, it goes a long way because that means you're giving, you're allowing people to be heard before a controller go ahead and also one thing i think like i said i've seen it from both sides i think the most important thing for an employee um to see in their leader is to know or to understand that no matter what situation may arise no matter what question i may have no matter what problem may rear its head that my leader has the answer right you can you can you can honestly be a jerk but if they know and when they come to Mr. Jerk, Mr. Jerk has the right answer. He, time he can take care of any situation. They're yeah. going to follow you. Yeah. They're going to give you what they have because they know that you have their back yeah. in whatever situation it may be, jerk or not. Yeah, yeah. I trust. I think to add to that, Dayborn, is to in, to also let, um, it's about being truthful too, to a certain degree. Like you know, just because like if you come to me with a certain problem that I might not necessarily have the answer for, trust in knowing that I'm going to help you in right. trying to, you know, come up with a solution. Like I might not have that, but we're I'm going to help you, you know, along the way. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, and when you were talking about being honest, I think it was Dave. I don't remember who was talking about it, but I also look at it like you have to be honest with yourself too and know that you can't do everything. And I know for, and I I learned that lesson. uh, Some of the, uh, my chapter members helped me realize that on on my committee. And because I was always trying to do everything. I didn't have to do everything. Um, shout out to Jasmine, shout out to Robin, like everybody, because they really helped me see, Donna, you don't have to do all of this. We're yeah. on this event together. What do you need me to do? And in my mind, I'm thinking, no, I don't want to worry you with this. Or I don't want to bother you with this. I got it. I'll do it. I'll call that, the person. That's really, that's I'll set really- up the cell yeah, Brad. I know where you're headed. Selfishness, right there. Your OCD, right there. It, 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 it is kind of, but I had to get out of that, and I really thank them for helping me see that, Donna. You have a committee for a reason. You have co-chairs for a reason. Right. Let us help you. You know what I'm saying? What do you need me to do? 
that's the and, other side of ineffective leadership though okay that's the other side of it because now you're not utilizing your team you're not allowing them to learn grow and, right. and and fulfill their potential that they have because you're doing everything so there's multiple sides to exactly. the same point of ineffective leadership it's yeah. just you have to decide understand which side of the corner you're on you can yeah. do too much and not do enough Okay. <laughs> you can do just you can do just enough and not do anything. And not do you, right. you understand what I'm saying? So you didn't yeah. have to understand what side of that coin that you're on. But but right. I, think I think the that, the, the, the good thing is learning. It's like Brad said, you, you have to keep learning. As a leader, I still need to give other people an opportunity to try and see what happens. If it fails, it fails. If yeah. it goes well, it goes well. Like that's the worst thing yeah. I think some people can do sometimes as leaders is just shut something down because you don't see it. Because maybe it could have worked. If it didn't work out, I almost just rather it be just me mm-hmm. as opposed to the committee failed. You know, and, even and though let, it wasn't my event. Yeah, just, let's talk about that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that's what a lot of leaders deal with. They rather let the ship sink with them on it by themselves then allow the crew to stay on the ship and shovel water mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and what is what you could have done in that situation is sat down with that person and said hey let's do some analytical thinking here what if this were to happen what's your next step do you right. have a backup plan for this what are you able to do now what that did is you enabled that person you you didn't give that person a fish you taught them how to fish so now the next time they come up with a plan, they can say, you know what? I remember last time Donna said, I need to think about this and that and this and that. And now you're gr- helping that person to grow right. as opposed to saying, yeah. I'm going to let them see if it fail, but I'm going to have a backup. No. This is all in a presentation. Let me ask you a question, yeah. Donna. What's your, favorite, what's your favorite food? I don't really know. Just name something. Seafood. You like Doritos? Crab Seafood. Meat. Okay. Crab meat. Okay. So if I bring you some a nice hot plate of crab meat on some fine china, a nice little glass of apple juice or something okay, with it. Okay, you're going to give me the garbage going, can later. You going there with Right, <laughs> I'm going there with it. But if I bring you that same seafood on a garbage can lid, what are you going to do with it? You're going to push it away. You're going to turn it down. It's the same principle. If you go to that person and allow them to feel as if the second plan or the plan B or the, the whatever it is, is their idea, then you'll get a better response out of them. You won't get that, oh, it's going to work, blah, 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 blah. But even if they do give you that, you've planted the seed, that's going to make them go back and say, away from you, is this really going to work? And now, without you even knowing, they're, they're planning their plan B. Well, it's all good. about it's all about understanding. It goes back to understanding the person and how to delegate with that person. Right, yeah. right. Well, I think this has been great. You know, for those of you who are thinking of going into leadership or who those of you who may already be in leadership positions, maybe we gave you something else to think about. And for those of you who are in um, leadership positions and you have committees, use them, especially if they offer the help. No one has to get burned out if you have help available. I mean, I know, take it from me. I've been there and, and I have... I'm telling you, my co-chairs, <laughs> I love them dearly because they put up with me, you know, just wanting to do everything because I just didn't, I never wanted to put anybody out. 
Like I always kept trying to keep people from, you know, like bothering people. I never wanted to bother anyone. And they were and like, it's not a bother. Like, that's why we're here. Do you know what that is? That's your ego making it in a way for you to sit there and continue. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't want to bother anybody. That's your ego. Like, I'm going to control all of this. Knowing that what I produce is going to be top. You, do you understand what I mean? Like, that's, but your ego, you're in your brain to make you comfortable with how you're handling the situation. It's like, well, I don't want to be a bother. So I'll go ahead and handle But this. you know what? That is a very interesting point because like I I have like experienced losses that I haven't told people about because I didn't want to bother them with it mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's almost like I don't I, I would almost rather you not know and then mm. not have a reaction than know and then not react that's a, that's a whole other show that's a whole other show right there it is yeah. But yeah, there's a lot that I don't tell people because right. I don't want to bother them. Like I don't, right. I don't, they don't need to be bothered with that. Anyway, that that is okay. another episode. Nope, nope. I need to say that's... something on that. I need to say so. How much weight go, are you even on your own shoulders with that approach? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Now your back starting to hurt. Many right. hands make light work. Remember that. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Brad, tell them how they can <laughs> contact about to get deep us. In here. We're about to get deep. Well, that's what this is about. That's it is. Brad, tell them how they can contact us. Wipe my all eyes. All right. With all the uh, social media handles, um, our website, cousinchat.com, C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com, Instagram, uh, Facebook, um, and Twitter. Twitter. And YouTube. So, yeah. So, our takeaway for today, you know, we, we always like to leave the people with something. And so I think we kind of already said everything, you know, just like if you're in leadership, do the best that you can pay attention to your people. And those of you who are working under ineffective leadership, just, you know, all you can do really is pray for them, pray for yourself, stay strong and do the job that you are supposed to do and be the best at it. All right. I'm Donna. And I'm Brad. And I'm Dayborn. And this is... Cousin Chad. Chad. <laughs> All right, bye mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs>